0: Hey guys, just a quick disclaimer that this episode deals with a lot of um, intense and mature material. So um please be warned if you don't want to hear such things, Uh please feel free to listen to one of our previous episodes, like our interviews with maybe Avalon or with Lindsay Ely or with Arties and all the Hawaiian stuff. But Yeah. Hello everybody, we are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League Podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in O-W-L and at Believe.com.
1: This week, we discuss the Blizzard controversy, new updates for Pokemon, and cover the first week of the Countdown Cup.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to another week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. Um, this is going to be a bit of a doozy of a week. Uh, obviously, if you listen to last week, we uh, it was a little bit different. We skipped covering all of the Blizzard stuff because we were... Um, we were standing in solidarity with all of the the Blizzard employees who are um, who have had a tough time working for Blizzard and are now um, protesting their, their place of work for all the shady stuff that they have done, which we will get into momentarily. So um, hold on to your butts, because this is going to be a, a bit of a wild ride, um, a bit of a disappointing ride. Um, but before we get into that, let's let's start
1: off with something easy kevin how have you been uh I, i've been okay i've been pretty much trying to keep out of the whole blizzard thing i did a pretty good job uh we're playing pokemon a lot <laughs> Just
0: look how far that got you now you're gonna talk about it for a podcast
1: yeah now now i have to i have to address uh the the wall that that this is um but yeah, I I went to an arcade uh for the first time in like a couple weeks. Um I have my tempo down for basketball. I can score uh above 70s consistently, which is good. Um could be better. Um my cap by the way is 109. I I scored 109 in you know the mini basketball hoops before. Damn. And that's like my my ultimate like that's my final form. Uh, <laughs> but yeah um 87 is pretty good uh coming out of quarantine uh and every and everything uh let's see what what did happen this week um we're we're in august now that's kind of almost forgot what july was like um (laughs) but yeah um really just overall just staying holed up i don't i really didn't want to like run into this wall but you know this is this is what it is, um, and yeah, uh, I guess in, in in other news as well, I got my grandma interested in hot ones. Uh, the 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 spicy wings show. The, the Yeah, she she was. They made her watch the episode with Shaq. Oh. And and she's like, this is hilarious. Why? What what else is there? And I'm like, there is a lot of other celebrities on the show. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, let's watch it. And my dad has been collecting the hot sauces. And he's like, we, we should do, we should do the sauce challenge thing. We should do it. And I'm oh, like, no. I I, I, I. ah," <laughs> oh, grandma. No. Grandma was like, No, I, I I've seen what it does to people. I'm I'm not a part of it, but I told my viewers on Twitch, I said, Hey, I wanna do if I'm gonna do it, I wanna do it on stream. Because that's free entertainment right the the question then becomes like what game can i play with my father that's short enough that we can die over the pain for sure um but also like it's still entertaining in a way um i've had the idea of uh a lot of my friends are saying mario party um and then if you get a star you get a milk uh (laughs) you get a glass of milk chocolate Um, milk or regular any like it's it's up to the up to the winner I'd go chocolate milk that's just personal preference but um it's more like being able to get a start and seeing how desperate like I would get to get there Uh um my dad doesn't really like he doesn't want a game but I feel like just sitting eating the wing and just sitting there is kind of boring right I want to do something in the meantime um so yeah i'm i'm willing to take suggestions feel free to like hit me up um we're trying to figure out what the best uh line of action is um but other than that yeah it's uh it's been pretty it's been pretty good dodging dodging the news but mm-hmm. uh whoops <laughs> uh, how about you matt how, how's your week how's everything outside of this uh this blunder
0: um i uh i waited till after wednesday but then i did eventually log in to get the Farah skin um because even though i'm a tankman and i don't play Farah anymore uh she's still my favorite um i didn't get a chance to play much of anything else besides like one or two rounds of uh pokemon unite here and there when i'm like when i'm not working because on top of this i have podcast editing of course with for finding founders plus i'm still a journalist plus we're doing rehearsals now for pride and prejudice and like we're opening in two weeks so that's scary um plus just normal work which does end at six but like i can't th- those are hours that i normally would have been i would have been working because i would have normally started working at two um on other things so that's like what, four hours that i don't that I have to push my other schedule back. Plus I'm trying to get caught up in all my comic books so that I can like actually know what's going on in the uh, the stuff I'm tweeting about and writing about for, uh, for DC. So uh, I'm trying to, I'm still a couple weeks behind like four weeks behind still um, the comic books start coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, it's a, it's a thing. It's a problem I have. Um, let's, what else, what else did I do? Um, oh, I went to a, I, this isn't going to mean much to people who haven't been to L.A., um, but there's a there's a place in L.A. called Glendale. Um, as far as I know, it's it's uh, well known for being kind of bougie, having a Porto's, which is like this really, really good Cuban bakery that we have in L.A. and in Southern California. Um, they have one in there and there's a lot of Armenian people there. So that's like my friend lives in, in Glendale and she's like, oh, yeah, this is where all the Armenian people are. Um, so we went there for, uh, to hang out at the, the Glendale Galleria mall there. Um, and I, I wanted to go because they have a Lego store. So we went there. Uh, and then I hung out with, um, my best friend and our old roommate, cause he's going over to Israel at the end of the, uh, at the end of the month to teach English. That's where he's going. So we, we wanted to say goodbye to him and hang out with him. Um, I bought my brother, a, a Lego bonsai set. And a Lego aquarium. And I bought myself a Batman bust because I work for DC, the company that works for DC now. So I had to get something Batman related.
1: Um but yeah. Um does DC send you the comics, or you still have to buy them yourself? Okay, so if I want them physically, I at this point, because we're remote, uh-huh. I
0: need to I need to buy them physically, which is, uh-huh. I, there's some that I do want to get physically, but for the most part, um, I have access to like all the new releases on Comixology and I have a DC Universe Infinite account now. So I can I can go back and I can read like old ones for free, whatever they have on DC Universe, and I can read what comes out each week for free. But if I want to actually have it like physically, I will have to buy it on my own, which I, it's. I'm gonna definitely cut down that list of DC stuff because, like, not everything is fantastic and worth keeping. Um, but there are definitely some like really cool issues that you are are like continuing series that I like that I want to keep. But I have. I can. I can start saving more money on comic books now, and or immediately start spending it on other comic books or other stupid geeky things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like, I. I wish that was like something that you could just like ask for obviously but yeah um i've been i've been collecting a lot of manga recently um does, not just how because how hard of is it to collect manga because they're so big like they are big
0: they're, they're so big they're dummy thick way bigger than comic books so i mean so, comic books are easy enough to like stick a
1: bunch of them in a box i feel like
0: a box would fill up with manga very quickly
1: yeah um uh, manga is kind of bulky um but i find it rewarding because like i study like, I study the way how it's written because I I do want to write my own manga eventually.
0: So um, it's research I, for you.
1: It's more research for me, but it's really fun. Like, um, I recently like a lot of my viewers on Twitch. They were like, "Oh, you talk about manga a lot, but we don't know what you read." And so I'm like, "Oh, okay. So I made a I got a book stand, and on my on my stream now I have uh, Kanashi's choice, so I can let people know like, hey, I've read this manga." and it's good uh you should you should check it out so the first one we did was uh play it cool guys which is hmm. you know handsome men who are clumsy but are <laughs> are uh it's very very funny um but it's like these they're very handsome clumsy guys but because they're handsome everybody's like oh it's a part of their personality trait it's fine like they're be they're like doing real it life. on purpose <laughs> Like, yeah, they're they're getting away with a lot of like really stupid things. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, if I if I drank from the wrong side of the cup, (laughs) I would get I would get roasted. They'd be like, man, you you don't know your directions. A dude can't even read his watch. It's like it's it's that problematic. Like, if I did that, I would be like embarrassed out of my mind. It's um, social
0: psychology. It's it's the what's good, good what's beautiful is good fallacy. That's an actual thing. Like if you are conventionally attractive, you get away with so much stuff because people assume because you're good looking that like you can't possibly do wrong.
1: It's yeah. an actual thing in psychology. Like we all do it. We're all guilty of it. Yeah, and it, it's funny. It's a great it's a great uh, manga to read, and it's color coded per person, which is really <laughs> nice. Um, so if you forget, oh, this one's a quiet, like stoic type, uh, who who will be bashful about his decisions, uh, you'll remember the color like light blue, and then you'll see it in another mm. person's section, and you'll be like, Oh, okay, it's that guy. Like, <laughs> it's blue guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of weird manga that I'm definitely exposing my my audience to. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh yeah it it gets it gets crazier down the line but i've been trying to shake it up here and there so yeah um, yeah
0: well now that we're into it let's start with the awful shit first um before we get into the actual awful blizzard shit i i have i i don't know if we'll keep this in the episode because it's just maybe too much misery for one episode but um in news that I unfortunately was made aware of by my, uh, I, I fig I learned who this person was through my roommates um, because they were they were big into the the creepy corners of the internet. Um, Kevin, uh, are are you aware of who Chris Chan is? No, no I I am not.
1: Um, do you want to know, or, or is there enough misery in the world for one episode? I, I'm fine with being miserable. It's not like it can't be it can't be that. Uh, terrible okay could it (laughs) okay um
0: uh, how how to describe chris chan um chris chan is i i don't know if chris chan has any um psychological or mental health issues but chris chan um was, was a trans female a trans woman christine chan now uh i think it's chan christine something Chandler the middle name is a W Um, but she um, she is the creator of Sonichu which is a blend of Sonic and Pikachu if that wasn't bad enough um, there is whole internet archives and studies dedicated to the online presence of Chris Chan from the beginning to the end Um, and Chris Chan uh, if you want to feel miserable or, or creeped out by the internet Kevin just look up Chris Chan when we're done here um but long, long story short a little bit of the highlights uh chris chan made a a medallion out of sonic their Sonic shoe character um and was trolled by an online fan or quote unquote fan who said that they wanted to be chris Chan's girlfriend so they they sent the medallion to this this uh online girlfriend who then um peed on it burned it and just destroyed it live and then um At another point, I think Chris Chan took the medallion and shoved it up her butthole. Um, So that happened. Uh, (laughs) It's a long, and then like lots of inner, lots of of trolling, lots of like getting pretending to be Chris Chan's online girlfriend, and then having Chris Chan go somewhere to meet them, and then no one being there, obviously. Um, But 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 rock bottom. didn't i I, i'd stopped thinking about chris chan for years um until i saw on the internet that chris chan was arrested because um they were she was talking to somebody about and i i don't know why you would talk about this or text this to anybody but Chris Chan, or oh, and also just another thing, Chris Chan's always been in trouble with the law before. Um, her mother and her were at one point, I think, kicked out of a GameStop for being rowdy, and then Chris Chan, Chris, was arrested for um, macing a, a GameStop employee at one point. So trouble with the law before. Um, this is even worse trouble with the law because apparently uh, Chris's mother has dementia or some or some sort of mental um, ailment at the time. Uh, at the time that we're, we're speaking of this show, she's got dementia right now. But apparently, Chris, um, Christine bragged about, ah, uh, this is awful, uh, bragged about having sexual relations with her uh, dementia riddled mother. And so now Chris has been arrested in her state. So um, for, for denizens of the deep internet, This was trending on Twitter, like on main page Twitter, like it was all over the place. So um how's that to start our misery fest kevin
1: uh i i, I wish to know more about the olympics instead <laughs> where's the mind you. bleach I I, I I i thought you know okay i thought this was just gonna be like oh, okay something was bad but like oh, i didn't think bad. it was. i told you I, I didn't know it was that bad <laughs> holy shit <laughs> i uh, this uh i have i have no other like explanation there's oh, <sighs> why I'm
0: putting an NSFW tag in this episode for sure when I publish it. Um, ah, are you ready to go in even deeper into the rabbit hole of misery now that we go into the blizzard aspect oh, yeah. of it?
1: Okay, yeah, let's let's get uh, a ah, uh, <laughs> rabbit hole.
0: Of, that that's our episode, the rabbit hole of misery. That's our title. Oh, okay, so um, this is what we were gonna talk about last week, but then we decided, you know what? Let's just uh, let's 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 spare y'all for a week, see how this develops, and and be in uh. Uh, in solidarity of the blizzard employees um which is why we called the last episode the solidarity episode um but yeah so uh last week the california department of fair employment and housing sued activision blizzard over what court documents refer to as a frat boy workplace culture um and and the article that the first articles just said about female employees but apparently it extends to harassment of male employees as well um but just this atrocious workplace culture of just sexual harassment and and inappropriate conduct and and just it's just horrible horrible stuff that's just uh, it's been going on for years but um it's just been allowed to continue and i i, I feel like we've touched upon this before several times and it's like we, we we had the idea it was going on but i don't think anyone really unless you were, were there I, I think blizzard essentially did a good job of hushing it up as much as possible until this lawsuit came through um and the the lawsuit is not it's not a frivolous lawsuit it's not just like they decided oh you know what we're going to sue blizzard because it's 2021 and this might as well happen but no um this has been this is the result of 2 years of investigating blizzard um, by the California DFEH so this has been a long time coming um So uh, among other things that are alleged in this lawsuit, it's that women account for only 20% of Blizzard's employees, that only very few women ever reach the top of the company. And even if they do, they earn less money than male colleagues. And that's something that just is pervasive throughout all of Blizzard. It's that women still are not getting equal pay for equal work, which of course is illegal. You're not allowed to discriminate based on um, people's, Gender or sex or sex, uh, and, and then in other instances, it's alleged that people were not being promoted simply because they were women, which is stupid and ridiculous. Uh, especially women of color were particular targets, according to the lawsuit. Um, the lawsuit alleges that it people were discouraged from complaining to HR because they were known to be close to the alleged harassers. So, like, you're not gonna go squeak to someone who's gonna go blab to the person who is harassing you because you're just going to get harassed even more. So there's, there's your self-fulfilling prophecy of doom right there and misery and just rabbit loophole of, of shit storm. Um, Activision blizzard also had a quote unquote frat house culture where a lot of sexual harassment prevailed. Um, one employee said that random males would comment on her breasts. Um, other warcraft world of warcraft team members specifically called out for um making derogatory t- comments about rape and demeaning behavior towards women um one particular harasser named alex Afrasiabi, who is a a senior creative director on world of warcraft has apparently he was known to be a a, a real big harasser um and at BlizzCon, he was known to like go up to employees saying he wanted to marry them, try to kiss them, put their arms around them. Um, he had to be physically pulled off of employees several times. Uh Blizzard President Jay Allen Brack allegedly had several conversations without us about this conduct, but every single time Afrasiabi got off with just essentially a slap on the wrist, um, uh, and, and never really stopped. Uh, he would invite Women up to his hotel rooms he would grope them blah 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 um and, and blizzard of course is initially blizzard said that a lot of these reports were distorted and false um i'm gonna just very very quickly read through what blizzard said i'm gonna read very fast because there's a lot to go through but here we go we value diversity and strive to foster a workplace that offers inclusivity for everyone. There is no place in our community or industry or any industry for sexual misconduct or harassment of any kind. We take every allegation seriously and investigate all claims. In cases related to misconduct, action was taken to address the issue. The DFEH includes distorted and in many cases, false descriptions of Blizzard's past. We have been extremely cooperative with the DFEH throughout their investigation, including providing them with extensive data and ample documentation, but they refused to to inform us what issues they perceived. They were required by law to adequately investigate and to have good faith discussions with us to better understand and to resolve any claims or concerns before going to litigation, but they failed to do so. Instead, they rushed to file an inaccurate complaint, as we will demonstrate in court. We are sickened by the reprehensible conduct of the DFEH, oh, talk about irony, uh, to drag into the complaint the tragic suicide of an employee whose passing has no bearing whatsoever on this case with no regard for her grieving family. While we find this behavior to be disgraceful and unprofessional, it is unfortunately an example of how they've conducted themselves throughout the course of their investigation. It is this type of irresponsible behavior for Un- from unaccountable state bureaucrats that are driving many of the state's best businesses out of California. The picture of DFEH, the picture, excuse me, the picture the DFEH paints is not the Blizzard workplace of today. Over the past several years and continuing since the initial investigation started, we've made significant changes to address company culture and reflect more diversity within our leadership teams. We've amplified internal programs and channels for employees to re- report violations, including the ask list with a confidential integrity hotline, and introduced the employee relations team dedicated to investigating employee concerns. We have strengthened our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and combined with our employee networks at a global level to provide additional support. Employees must undergo regular anti-harassment training and have done for so for many years. We put tremendous effort into creating fair and rewarding compensation packages and policies that reflect our culture and business, and we strive to pay all employees fair Fairly for equal or substantially similar work, we take a variety of proactive steps to ensure that pay is driven uh, by non discriminatory factors, for example, we reward and compensate employees based on their performance and we conduct extensive anti discrimination trainings for those who are part of the compensation process. We are confident in our ability to demonstrate our practices as an equal opportunity employer that fosters a supportive diverse inclusive workplace for our people and we are committed to continuing this effort in the years to come. It is a shame that the DFEH did not want to engage with us in what they thought they were see- seeing in their investigation. Um okay. So initially that's that's the initial stuff before we like get into the nitty-gritty of everything. But Kevin, how are you feeling so far?
1: Uh that sounds like uh some some class a uh, bullshit you need, you need a shower yet? Uh, I I hope not. I I just showered earlier today, and I really don't want to shower again. <laughs> but I, it, <laughs> I I I I have a feeling it's gonna get worse. Oh, it's gonna get
0: <laughs> so much worse, so much worse. Um, so continuing with the sad saga of Alex Afrasiabi. um, so. Uh, I, I'm particularly sensitive to the the topics of sexual harassment just because I've covered so much of it in the entertainment world. I was working for Variety when the Weinstein scandal broke, so I've, a lot of my six month internship at Variety was just dedicated to or or just it was always uh, in the background when I was working there the 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 Me Too movement and just how scummy weinstein and all of his cronies were and how how messed up hollywood really was and um it it seems like this is maybe going to be that moment for gaming um one of the uh one of the people who was accused of harassment was um formerly known as america's dad the comedian bill cosby uh you remember when when that stuff came out right kevin about cosby um Apparently, what he would do specifically is he would get quaaludes, which are a uh, a drug, and he would put them in women's drinks uh, and when he would go to clubs and whatnot, and they would wake up and he would be um, sexually assaulting them. Um, the reason I bring that up is because um, part of what afrasiabi did and, and other harassers at Blizzard is that at BlizzCon they would have a hotel suite which was known as the Cosby suite uh it was this was also mentioned in the lawsuit and of course this is a um a direct reference and there's a picture of all these people on a bed posing with a, a photograph of Bill Cosby um but this is this is obviously a direct reference to what he did. Um
1: that's such a stupid like thing. Like, don't first of all, if you're gonna do a crime, don't name it after somebody who's who, who's done it. Okay, <laughs> like at least give it a fucking code name or something. Like, you can't they gave it a code name that wasn't good enough. <laughs> it's like What's the first thing that you think of Bill Cosby? You don't call it like the you, you don't you, you called it the Cosby room, you don't call it like the pudding room, all right? Like it's not the same thing, okay? Like, god, it's uh, naming
0: 101. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and obviously, this was also going on um before the Weinstein stuff came out and before Cosby was formally accused, obviously, because that that only happened in 2017 to 2018. This stuff is reaching back to 2013 and like someone who does who people who aren't um who aren't familiar with the way at the entertainment world works it it could seem like i i don't know why you would argue this but considering that the accusations didn't formally come out and he wasn't formally charged with any until until 2017 um 2013 being called the cosby suite um how, how would they know that he was doing this stuff? Maybe they just called it Cosby for other things, maybe because they all like the... No, uh, in, in the entertainment world, there are such things as open secrets. Like for example, with Harvey Weinstein, everyone knew what he was doing, but he had such power that and such influence and so much money that you really couldn't do anything against him. If you spoke out, um, he would make a call and you were blacklisted and you wouldn't work again. Um, there are people like Brendan Fraser who who spoke out at certain times about being sexually harassed himself, and he was blacklisted for several years. There are women who spoke out, and and because they did so, they they were denied work. So it was one of those things where, because of the power dynamics in Hollywood, even though everyone knew, the people who were being victimized just really had no way to speak up until someone uh, in in 2017 decided i don't care i'm going to speak out my career be damned um, and that was what was really necessary to get this ball rolling um, I, on top of their just being called the cosby suite there was a 2013 facebook group chat uh, called the blizzcon cosby crew um, in this group chat there is one instance of a designer david Cossack, saying, I am gathering hot chicks for the cause. Afrasiabi replies, bring them. Uh, Cossack, you can't marry all of them. Uh, Afrasiabi, I can. I'm Middle Eastern. Uh, And here's another point of controversy. Um, Lead game designer Jesse McCree comments, you misspelled fuck. Now, Jesse McCree obviously is the namesake for our cowboy in the game. And, and there's there are the stories that like they were looking for a name for this cowboy character. They knew of a man in the company named Jesse McCree. They thought, oh, this would be a cool cowboy name. Gave it to him, and that's why our cowboys called McCree. Now, with this information coming to light, a lot of people are uncomfortable with their character being named after someone who is um an accused sexual harasser we don't have to see we have to see accused because he hasn't been declared guilty by a court of law even though i feel like this is some damning evidence he did stuff um but legally he's only the accused sexual harasser um and so now there's a petition to to have that name changed which i'm all for it
1: it's just i'm i'm wondering how the logistics of that would work you know yeah it feels like there would be a lot of like there would have to be a big thing about it but um yeah how how would the lore of that work it just yeah it's not definitely not good uh for anyone here
0: let's take a pause here on our on our path down that rabbit hole kevin how would how if you were Someone at Blizzard who wasn't scummy and who were trying to figure a way out of way to appease the fans and, and remove this disgraceful reference to, to Jesse McCree. How would you go about getting that name changed? Uh like lore wise. Replace,
1: replace McCree in the next game with his son. That that's a quick fix. Uh in in this new one, I, I don't know how you would fix it in Overwatch one, you would you would have to, uh, unless you just change his name to Cowboy uh, or something like that. That's kind of that's kind of lame, <laughs> but it might be the only way, really. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it feels bad, but it yeah. Might be the only way how to do it.
0: See, one of the things that people were suggesting from the, from the fan side is that uh, maybe Jesse McCree's not his real name. Maybe that was a, a a pseudonym he was going by in his younger days, and maybe now it is a time for like him to go by his actual name. So that's a way that you could get rid of the re- reference to Jesse McCree and just. I mean, we have we have unfortunately, uh, the name Jesse McCree is is now. Uh, immortalized in, in a book Nothing against um, Lindsay Ely for her book It was fantastic Go, go read the book by the way uh, Pretend his name is not Jesse McCree um, And listen to our episode Talking with Lindsay Ely About how she wrote this book But um, I feel like it should be easy enough Just Maybe put up a fan poll What do you want us to rename this character And just Patch it Just Put out some Some um lore piece, just this quick write up about how Jesse McCree is deciding to go by his real name again. Something like that. It's easy. This is literally the easiest thing you can do.
1: That that would be that would be the best way to dodge all of this, but uh yeah, it's definitely gonna be something that is gonna need a discussion, especially mm-hmm. going into Overwatch 2.
0: Yeah. So taking stock Kevin how you feeling so far? Uh, not
1: not not good bro <laughs> like that uh, not not a smart not a smart name number 1 uh don't do that don't why um then again like i remember the same thing happening to riot too mm, yeah um a long time ago but like they had to change around their culture i don't know how they fix theirs but you know, I feel like this is the same like wall that both like and it's not good. It's not good that, you know, the gaming industries like giants are known for having this culture around them. Um It really shouldn't be a boys club. And like at least for like the gaming and like developer half of it, like we're all just here to make a good game at the end of the day. Right. Like it, it shouldn't be this like. You know, the boys only culture, like you're not you're not hot shit because you work on World of Warcraft. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hate it. You this probably not smell, gonna, smell like, like shit, but you're not like, hot shit. Yeah, exactly. Like I I'm not gonna like bash on every single World of Warcraft player, but like yeah, you're not like you're 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 not a supermodel actor, you know, dancer guy. You're not you're not BTS or anything, you're you're just a person working on a PC uh working on a game. Like that's, I know that doesn't, that doesn't equate to acquiring females and it shouldn't be, you know, just this boys club of just like, Oh, we're, we're, because right now you're making everybody look like a piece of shit and it's not going to help the culture or the, or the future of esports in general. So yeah. Uh, th- think about the future. Think about the kids, you know? hmm
0: all right. So you ready to go down under again? Oh, I can dive deeper. Okay. Uh, I mentioned earlier that there was that this, while this is predominantly uh, a complaint from women, uh, it's not exclusively women who are being harassed. There's uh, allegedly, I, I, we have to keep saying allegedly, because this is, again, this is legally speaking, not proven guilty yet. So allegedly, um, this is also men who are being harassed as well. For example, um, there were unwanted shoulder rubbing, being proposition for sex, first day sexual harassment, and even a quote unquote game around the office where men would try to grope one another's genitals. She's um, not not fun, which it reminds me. It's very frat. it's definitely very frat boy culture. Um, <laughs> did you have frats at? at um, no,
1: there was there was no frats. At, are, well, yeah, I, at least that I know of. Of art, U, art I, you because I I never yeah. stayed on campus. Okay, um, okay, but I I don't think that there was a frat okay. house there.
0: Yeah, so of course UCLA being UCLA and always being in the news for the stupid things that its frats do, we have frats. Um, wouldn't you know? Uh, and and one of the things that I I heard from people who were um who were trying to join frats is there's this thing called pledging, um. And what that is 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 when you you find a frat that you potentially want to join, there's kind of this probationary period where you they're 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 quote unquote testing you and seeing if you want to join. And not every frat does this. I wanna say that I've um not every frat is this scummy, but is this is a majority of them where as a pledge you will do a lot of awful things like you'll have to like get people food or, or do work for them or like clean their bathrooms or do whatever or like clean up after the parties where everyone's just passing out drunk peeing and pooping everywhere on the floor and everything's disgusting um and, and there's also a, an element of hazing which is like just harassment forced harassment in a different word um and if you don't do it then you are not Allowed to join the frat and hazing can do can take a variety of different things. People have died from hazing things like being dropped in the middle of a, a desert and being told to find your way back home with only one water bottle. Um, things like that, it can get really out of hand. But one of the things that I heard about, um, at UCLA that some of the frats did is called an elephant walk. Um, care to guess what that is, Kevin?
1: Uh, I, I have a, a somewhat of an idea where. I'm, mm. I'm assuming it's got to do with your dong out. Yes, uh, that the <laughs> trunk, your trunk. I, I I'm assuming that that's one part of it. Um, yes. Okay. So uh, what you
0: would do? You ready for this, Kevin?
1: Uh, sounds bad. You're not yeah, ready for this. I'm not ready so for anything. What you would do
0: is you, the pledges, would be stripped naked, would have to be on, crawl on the floor on three of their limbs, and with the other arm they would grab onto the dick of the person in front of them and kind of walk around on, on all on their three limbs uh almost uh human centipede style
1: but why why is this why is this a thing like it this is it's a power thing it's not a power thing that's like not well not it's it's good. the power it's
0: it, it's a power thing in that you are forcing these people in in who, who are essentially at your mercy who are in a lower position in this social totem pole to do something demeaning. And like there is, there is in America at least, there is this taboo about sex and sexual organs. So like grabbing onto someone's penis and having your penis grabbed onto by someone else while you're on all fours crawling on the floor it's just to show it's it's a it's an essence showing someone that like I can make you do this and you will do it gladly and not complain. Yeah. And so for for Blizzard having this quote unquote game where people would grab you by the dick, it's it's again the I can do this and you can't say anything about it. Because one, you're new here and you have no clout, and two. Everyone in HR is cool with me, and they're letting me do this.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. Yep, obviously, it's just why I'm just so confused. Oh, it doesn't make it doesn't like I get the I I understand some people just need to feel like they're in power in in that fact that they can control people and make them do essentially whatever they want to like whatever they want them to but like that is how is how is that helpful mm-hmm. <laughs> so like like what like in what in what way does that make you feel good that you're making some other dude hold another dude's uh thing like do, do you enjoy that like is that something that you enjoy looking at is that I'd, I, I'm not, I'm just questioning that part in general. Like you could, <laughs> you could make them do anything else, like literally anything else, but like, you're just like, no, I'm going to make you hold this other dude's wing. Like that's you, you could be so much more creative and
0: helpful. Like. <laughs> and see, the thing is, is that the frats that didn't do that stuff, the quote unquote nice guy frats were considered lower ranking on, on their, imaginary totem pole of status in frat row yeah we i yeah this is problematic mm-hmm. which is why i never joined greek culture and i believe that greek culture needs to be removed because it it allows for this kind of shit and then the people who graduate from from greek life um they just go on to do this in the workplace Cause a lot of the thing is like getting a job comes from a lot of the time networking for people who were in your fraternity or another branch of it in a different college. That's how a lot of people get jobs is, is through that fraternity connection. So if it goes on in your fraternity in college and you have a bunch of those same guys working together, it's going to happen in the workplace. Now here come the official statements and the, uh, the words from people in high positions you ready for this kevin
1: are you ready ready for anything today but Mm -hmm.
0: all right from chris chan to this you you have not been prepared (laughs) i I did not come prepared i was not (laughs) there i hate i hate how much how much this i have to oh god it's it's i feel icky i'm so glad i didn't take a shower yet because after this i'm taking a shower kevin Okay, so Mike Morhaime, Blizzard co-founder and longtime uh, boss at Blizzard, uh, he left the company in 2018. Now, again, remember, Kevin, like timeline-wise, this stuff was going on since 2013, at least, 2012, 2013, right? So just because he's not there now when this lawsuit's coming out and just because he wasn't there when the the investigation started doesn't mean this guy didn't know about it. I'm willing to bet he did know about it, but um, he he made a statement saying that he uh, he's disappointed and he failed. The uh, he his comment says, "I read the full complaint against Activision Blizzard and many other stories. It's all very disturbing and difficult to read. I feel ashamed. It feels like everything I thought I stood for has been washed away. What's even worse is, but more important, real people have been harmed." And some women had terrible experiences. Like, okay, dude, you were there for at least six, five, six years where we know this was happening. You were the president and co-founder of a company. You can't, you can't get by saying, "Oh, I'm disappointed. Uh, I wanted to build a culture that didn't. This didn't happen." This, it, it's just words. Like his, his big comment is to the, to the blizzard women who experienced any of these things. I am extremely sorry that I failed you. Uh, and then here's this bullshit last paragraph he has. I realize these are just words, but I want to acknowledge the women who had awful experiences. I hear you. I believe you. And I am so sorry to have let you down. I want to hear your stories. If you are willing to share them as a leader in our industry, I can and will use my influence to drive positive change and combat misogyny, discrimination, and harassment wherever I can. I believe we can do better. I believe the gaming industry can be a place where women and minorities are welcomed, included, supported, recognized, rewarded, and ultimately unimpeded from the opportunity to make the types of contributions that I want all of us in this industry to make. I want the mark I leave on this industry to be something that we are, can all be proud of. So um, that is from Mike Morahane. Thoughts so far before we move into Jay Allen Brack?
1: Uh, I'm I'm afraid... Of what I know that I know that like this this is the entire Blizzard company like everybody right so I don't know what Jeff has got to say
0: oh god
1: like if like did this have something
0: to do with him stepping away
1: yeah did this have to do with anything of him leaving and. That, that's what's racking in my brain right now. It's just like, what what about Jeff? Like, mm-hmm. is there a reason why he left? Uh, was it to dodge this or was it for something else? And
0: the thing is, is, like, even if it wasn't, like, one, his departure timing was so, again, it was so weird. It didn't feel like this is a natural point for him to leave because, like, Overwatch 2 isn't out yet. And he'd been like, he's pretty much the father of Overwatch and you're leaving when you're, you've been putting so much time and effort into the sequel and you're leaving before it's even out. Like we had questions then and and, and with this coming to light now, it even if he's completely innocent of that, I, I don't think he can be completely innocent because apparently this was just this open secret, but like now we have to question how involved he was just by association. You know, yeah. Uh, so Jay Allen Brack, who is the he's the president of, of Blizzard. Um, he it, it's just so hard to talk about this because it's so disingenuous coming from this. Like he his comment is, "I personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday. I know you do too." The allegations and the hurt of current and former employees are extremely troubling but then again remember this is the same guy who talked to Alex Afiabi several times over these years and every single time he just let him get off with a slap on the wrist like he didn't do anything about it um yeah so I, essentially I I don't, I don't know. Kevin, what do you think about Braxing? It's troubling to hear this stuff.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's just like... It, it feels like they're trying to do damage control, which, I mean, that's what they are trying to do. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of just like... It, it doesn't feel genuine. Like, they clearly know what happened. Uh, And especially if this goes, you know, way back to... 2013 like there's gotta be like some really terrible things that are about to come out of this um obviously alleged uh quote unquote we have to keep saying that but for the most part it's like we have to see how blizzard bounces back from this if at all uh that that is a big word now because Mm -hmm. we've seen okay so like I, I want to go back to the comparison of Riot. Like Riot had the same problem, um, but they they decided to change work culture, and I don't know if it's changed. They could have just put on a, they could have just slapped on a logo and just said, "Okay, yeah, we're good now." But I don't know if that is the case, and if this is still the case in you know uh, the the. the gaming workplace right like on top of not only having like this whole sexual yeah. harassment thing but also like crunch culture and stuff like that it's like we have to as consumers now think about like what is the true cost of making this game
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is where things start to get a little bit more dicey um I feel like because with Moriheim and Brack, like, yeah, their statements were shitty, um, but they really didn't have any weight, in essence. Like, e- even though like they are powerful people in the industry, th- there's no action there. It's just saying, like, oh, we feel so bad about this that it happened, blah, blah, blah. Um, but now we get into some to, to more concrete stuff. So um, Bobby Kotick, who is the CEO of Activision Blizzard, um, put out a statement that essentially walked back the initial blizzard activision blizzard response to it um part of his here's part of what he said um our initial response to the issues we face together and to your concerns were quite frankly tone deaf it's imperative that we acknowledge all perspectives and experiences and respect the feelings who have been mistreated of those who have been mistreated in any way i'm sorry that we did not provide the right empathy and understanding um So, I mean, at very least, there is somewhat of an apology there. It doesn't do any good, but he's acknowledging that, okay, our response was shit. We own that. So, um, moving forward... Uh, we are taking swift action to be compassionate the compassionate company blah 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 no place for excre- discrimination they are look they've asked the law firm Wil- wilmer hale to conduct a review of our policies and procedures to ensure that we have and maintain best practices to promote a respectful and inclusive workplace this work will begin immediately the wilmer hale team will be led by stephanie avakian who is a member of the management team at Wilmer Hale and was most recently the director of the United States Securities and Exchange Commission of Division of Enforcement? Um, so, uh, here are the uh, actions that, according to Kotick, the company is looking to take employee support to continue to investigate each and every claim, um, listening sessions uh, moderated by third parties, personnel changes. So, they're going to be changing leadership at the company, uh, changing their hiring practices to ensure that they are, um, hiring diverse candidates, uh, in game changes. So they're removing in game content that is inappropriate. Um, yeah. So I, and again, if, if going back to the McCree thing, that might be where the change in the name could come from that, that pledge to make, to remove anything inappropriate from the game. Um, one thing to note is that that law firm that they mentioned, um what is it? It's the law firm Wilmer Hale. Uh It's known for being a very high powered law firm, like one of the biggest law firms in the country, but they have a reputation of union busting, which is not good considering how with all this happening and, and with all the other things like crunch in the gaming industry, there has been a movement movement of gaming employees to unionize. So the fact that you are hiring the law firm that is known for breaking apart efforts to form a unions, that's not encouraging. Another woman who is uh, Blizzard's chief compliant officer, uh, Francis F. Townsend. Apparently she, is a, uh, she has a reputation of being a torture apologist. So I guess she... Um, let me look this up real quick yeah okay so yeah she uh, apparently thought that torture in the bush era was okay so not the not the greatest of, of people to hire um, but she she sent an internal memo calling the suit meritless um, and I believe she started blocking employees on her social media before she deleted it um but on the employee side um, there was, a concerted effort and a sense of unity and that they they staged an employee walkout that last Wednesday, um, which prompted a lot of people in the gaming community in solidarity with that effort to not play Blizzard games and to not cover anything Blizzard, which um, I we did. We just talked about Pokemon, which was fun. Um, but here is uh, the employee uh, response to what Blizzard's saying. And I'm going to read this one in full because I think it's important and relevant. Um, On the evening before our employee walkout Activision Blizzard leadership released a statement apologizing for their harmful responses to last week's DFEH lawsuit. While we are pleased to see that our collective voices, including an open letter with thousands of signatures from current employees have convinced leadership to change the tone of their communications. This response fails to address critical elements at the heart of employee concerns. Activision Blizzard's response did not address the following. The end of forced arbitration for all employees, worker participation in oversight of hiring and promotional policies, the need for greater pay transparency to ensure equality, employee selection of a third party to audit HR and other company processes. Today's walkout will will demonstrate that this is not a one-time event that our leaders can ignore. We will not return to silence. We will not be placated by the same processes that led us to this point. This is the beginning of an enduring movement in favor of better labor conditions for all employees, especially women, in particular women of color and transgender women, non-binary people, and other marginalized groups. We expect a prompt response and a commitment to action from leadership on the points enumerated above and look forward to maintaining a constructive dialogue on how to build a better Activision Blizzard for all employees. Today, we stand up for change. Tomorrow and beyond, we will be the change. So yeah that's the general blizzard overall stuff status check kevin
1: uh this is just a lot <laughs> i mean for for a lack of a better word there it, it it was a lot to unpack um and yeah i really do hope that blizzard can turn things around um I I do think that it is going to take a bit of time um if not a lot of time um something that Blizzard tends to have a lot of anyways um but honestly like we just need I would rather have you know Blizzard as a company be fixed before we get Overwatch 2 uh cuz that'll just create a better game later down the line and I just hope that you know we can figure out a way how to make sure that this doesn't happen again.
0: It's funny that you mentioned overwatch too, cause we're about to get there. Ends. We're not done, Kevin. We're not done. So before all this came out, um, I'm sure some of you have se- saw what was happening, um, but blizzard released the, what was supposed to be the last map that we were going to get in overwatch one before the new game came out it was called malevento and it was supposed to be like this italian villa or whatever it was a deathmatch map not a full game mode map so it's kind of like kanazaka um they just put in a, a map to keep us uh happy and now the timing of this release see it feel like a lot of people are speculating it after the fact that it felt like blizzard was trying to soften the blow and trying to like get some goodwill because hey they gave us content, but no. Um, turns out that strategy didn't work because um, it was supposed to drop, I think, the 27th. Or the 22nd or 27th. I, I don't feel like looking up the actual date. But it was supposed to drop on late July. And then was going to go to PTR before releasing to the full game August 15. But in light of everything that happened, they just completely pulled it. So we don't know when we're going to get that or see that, but it, it just it the timing felt very off. The timing was very suspicious. So a lot of people really did not like that, um, and we're calling out Blizzard for trying to distract from everything that was happening. Um, now moving to the Overwatch League stuff uh, chronologically and moving through with the news. Um, T-Mobile was, of course, one of the biggest. Uh, Sponsors of the Overwatch League In addition to like Pringles At one point I don't know if Pringles is still there Was at this point um, Or Cheez-Its I think Cheez-Its might have stopped but it was mainly T-Mobile was the Biggest sponsor Um, In light of all this T-Mobile pulled their Support of Overwatch League and Call of Duty League which Is bad for Blizzard very bad for blizzard because losing a sponsor that big one you're losing the money but two that opens the door for other investors and sponsors to also pull out their support um so we're not sure where this is going to lead or what's how this is going to affect the league yet we'll talk i guess we'll talk about this later uh probably talk about it in the gameplay section as well um but as of now t-mobile has pulled their support for overwatch league um and then in the latest blizzard earnings report um from what i read and understand aside from a a quick mention of like oh we support all your people's stories um we're here to talk, let's have a moment of silence. Um, We're committed to change, all the usual just fluff. Um, But after that got out of the way, um, they just made announcements on progress, like it was business as usual, like, oh, uh, Diablo Immortals is gonna be postponed to 2022, and we've cleared a really good point in Overwatch 2 in progress, so we're, we're ready to share some news about the development of Overwatch 2 as if nothing actually happened in the world of blizzard and, and, and as if people were ready for, for news. And, and if, as if people were ready to forgive what blizzard has done. Um, and like when, when this first came out, like all of Blizzard's socials went silent for days, which I mean, now that I work in the field, I totally understand why you would go silent for days. But I, but now like th- this is your attempt to come back into relevance and act like everything is hunky dory. Um, not good not a good strategy you deserve to be flamed for this blizzard so that's where we're at now as far as I know that's that's where the the blizzard stuff is led to is that we are we're gonna get overwatch 2 news soon and probably alongside more harassment news go blizzard best of both worlds
1: that's not that's not the answer we're looking for uh (laughs) please just just address the problem now. Like, make sure that you won't do even more damage to yourself by ignoring the fact that there is literally a lawsuit. Uh, So, yeah, we we don't care about Overwatch 2. Just address the shit. Oh, I almost forgot uh jay allen brack
0: did actually step down on august 3rd which i believe was was that yesterday yeah that was yesterday yesterday. jay allen brack stepped down from blizzard so he's not no longer the president instead he will be replaced by um jen o'neill and mike ibarra jen joined blizzard in january as the executive vice president of development um, where she was specifically looking at diablo and overwatch um which she was formerly the head of vicarious visions and then mike was a uh, part of xbox for many years as the executive vice president and general manager so i guess now we have one woman in charge who's also sharing it with mike Ibarra. so progress question mark uh
1: i don't i don't know if this is the the, the correct time like i uh, technically yes but like this is not the way how you want to get this you know mm-hmm. um there's just uh, this this just feels it feels bad it's overall. so
0: tone deaf it's so tone deaf like everything so what do we think, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> What's the future of Blizzard looking like?
1: Take, take a lot. Take a, take a fucking break. <laughs> I mean, take a goddamn
0: uh, motherfucking break. We're already doing this yeah, episode right. in SFW, so fuck it. Oh fuck like, you, Blizzard.
1: Yeah, we need to. I, I hate how this has come to this point. Uh, and it really could have been prevented at <laughs> several <laughs>
0: stages of the game
1: yeah i mean it's this is like weird it, this is like being like oh thanos is bad after he snapped like half of the marvel universe out of out of existence right like that, you can't just be like oops like we we can go back and fix it no like oh uh. <laughs> this is not just a pr nightmare this is just like this is just tough um I do I I I need Blizzard to fix their shit. Um they 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 can't expect people to like they can't expect to make profit off of their game with this being their culture. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was like this is bad. Like this is like You have to figure out how you're gonna refix all this shit. And like if this affects like also our job, like right. (laughs) Um like the league, like it trickles down, everything will trickle down. So how will this affect the Overwatch League in general? Uh will we we don't have a sponsor, yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's it's not like we're losing any (laughs) from from this (laughs) episode. Um, but yeah, it they're there are lots of sponsors dropping out there haven't been a return of investment yet for the teams. Like that's originally like if we're going back to pre quarantine, that's what the homestands were for. Like that was when the companies were supposed to make their money back. And because of COVID that was all shut down. So how are you expecting to make your initial esports investors happy um and mm-hmm. not only that but like now now you have to deal with everything else falling apart so it, it's not looking good I mean for a lack of a better term like you're kind of you're just fucked like just you have to not only fix what what's on your plate right now but like you also have to you, just fix your shit like fix your work culture and it doesn't have to be like instantaneous it just has to be like in a process of please like you can't you don't don't just slap a band-aid on this either like you have mm-hmm. to you have to address this shit yeah
0: <sighs> good luck getting return of an investment now motherfuckers
1: oh, Unfortunately.
0: all right kevin move on to happy things please
1: yay happy news that isn't blizzard shit thank god uh <laughs> so uh let, let let's go to the thing that we were talking about last week you know the back to happier times before you know all this crap happened before the um, shit at the fan yeah okay um let's let's talk about pokemon unite we got our first update um that that is something that's really exciting for me like i I've, I've been yelling into the void on twitter um as a, as a joke, kind of, but also to kind of get, you know, their attention of uh, the Pokemon Unite. But uh, <laughs> essentially, I've been like, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, future caster guy here. I would, I would really enjoy if you had a spectator mode um, so that I could at least watch other people's games. That would be great. Or even in a local lobby, that'd be great. And then guess what? They they came out, they listened to me kind of, and they gave us a spectator mode. Um, where we can watch players' point of views, you could watch your you can watch your friends' games, uh, you can you can roast them on how bad they play. No, um, but for for real, the the main purpose of this is for like a learning tool. So you can figure out like, oh, what is the top doing that I'm not doing? Um but it's a it's a good step in the right direction, at least for esports. Um the most important part is a spectator mode um, and being able to bring a full like uh how can I say it full experience from Pokemon Unite. So that's really big. Um the the next thing I'm actually gonna talk about the balance changes that also came in there. Um there were a lot of Pokemon that we didn't see and a lot of Pokemon that we saw too much of. Um and they really tried to find a good middle ground with it. So um I'll, I'll just go over some of the basics like uh the main ones Venusaur, Charizard, Wigglytuff and um really Apple to an extent
0: a, I haven't seen a single Wigglytuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's a reason why you haven't seen those Pokémon. Charizard <laughs> had no damage. So they upped his damage on everything and now he hurts a lot. Um Venusaur, same thing. They were like this man was made a meme right out the gate. People are like He's the worst Pokemon in the game, and I'm like, I like Venusaur. I like I liked Bulbasaur as a as a starter. Uh, it's one of my favorites. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play Venusaur. Um, even if it's Mimi, and I would melt people, and they were like, well, it, it's you still you either hit your shot or you don't. And then they're like, yeah, we're gonna update it so everything does more damage, and also Solar Beam is gonna be half the cooldown at max um so instead of it being 11 seconds you get it every five and a half seconds oh dear (laughs) Uh, at the if you get it to level 14 he 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 becomes a menace um oh my it it is a problem uh but i like it um it it's literally the definition of be careful who you make fun of in middle school (laughs) um he, he will come out and clap you um then uh wigglytuff wigglytuff kept getting melted early like i i liked the kit that wigglytuff had um which by the way is like rollout double slap sing and dazzling gleam um i use the sing i use sing double slap which i think is hilarious um but essentially the way how you play wigglytuff with sing is like you have to be kind of a suicide bomber style player because you have to run in there to get in the small aoe to get sing off um but when you do that and you have no HP, you get melted. So they were like, you know what? We're going to buff every stat that makes you like melt early. So you you get, to, you get to live longer. You get more defense, more special defense, more HP. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah, on top of that, we're going to lower your cooldowns a little bit. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah, also you can kind of sprint faster. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you didn't have to do that, but I, I will take it um so wigglytuff is scary wigglytuff will sprint at you at full speed and um there might not be a way to stop it um especially with like the current meta right now like if you were playing earlier was like gengar lucario cinderace um God, Snorlax, I hate cinderace
0: and Snorlax. And, uh, i hate both of them
1: hey <laughs> so and um who's the last one like a lonely nine tails i believe is was the meta um any character that wants to dive in on you now that you're Wigglytuff, you just yell at them and they can't they can't run, <laughs> they they fall asleep in two seconds and then you just get to slap them a bit. Um, but yeah, honestly, it was a good, a good patch. Um, and then let's see some of the buffs. Or let's go to the nerfs. Let's go to the nerfs. Um, your your favorite, uh, Cinderace, Eldegoss got nerfed a little bit. Gengar got nerfed. Aura, Cramorant. Um, Lucario got a bug fix, and then uh, who was the other one? Absol got, got tweaked um, a little bit. So Absol had a good time early game. Uh, still very scary early game, but it fell off really badly late game. Um, so they're changing the way how the damage works on that. Um, Eldegoss's heals went down. Um, it being the only healer in the game, and I will go into detail why they did that um in a second uh Cinderace's guess what his attack got decreased Yay! Yes. Blaze, kick. blaze kick does less damage faint uh does faint lasts less and also is on a longer cooldown and then pyro ball the the move that nobody used uh got its damage <laughs> increased so they're trying to promote a different style um gengar they they fixed hex which is good because if you haven't played against Gengar, who uses Hex, imagine trying to play against a Tracer that gets Blink every half second. That—that's <laughs> what Gengar is. Okay, he—he he puts a status condition on you, and then every single time you try to hit him with an auto attack, he's behind you. Um, You can try to time it; you are going to get clapped. It is not fun. Um, it—it it was not fun. Uh, so they. They nerfed him to the ground, so thank, thank you for that. Uh, Zero Aura's Plasma Gale got nerfed, which means just less damage in general. Um, and they're trying to promote like the opposite style. And then Cramorant's Whirlpool got decreased in damage because that thing would hurt early game. And so, I'm glad all that is pretty much the main fixes. Um, but con- consider this we got Pokemon Unite in the middle of July, and we got our first patch at the beginning of the month. So I don't know if this is going to be a monthly tweak or it's going to be a bi-weekly tweak. Um, hmm. But either way, I do like how they're updating us and saying like, okay, yes, this is our time that we're having this update. Um, go ahead. We're letting you know that this is this is going to be it. Uh, yeah, that, that was the main changes that happened in Pokemon Unite. Nothing. Okay, so only thing that we didn't get was changes <laughs> to the map. Um,
0: I want a new so. map. goddamn it.
1: So first of all, Zapdos still busted. Uh, hasn't changed anything there. Um, everything else is still the same. I I do wish that we got a little bit of a change there, but um, I guess it's just we're gonna tweak the Pokemon, not the map, and you got to figure out how to how to worry about <laughs> that. Um. But yeah, I, I I've been playing that literally every night. Uh, if I don't have work the next day. Uh. <laughs> And, and that's it it's insane um I, I love i love the game i just hope that you know we, we keep updated and uh yeah that that's it for the pokemon unite portion of our of our stuff is there anything that you wanted to comment on in terms of like the main gameplay update
0: i just want i want garchomp to be yes less useless when he's not garchomp
1: I agree. I totally agree. He's
0: so useless until you get him to like until he evolves into Garchomp. Then he's a beast. Yeah. He's an yeah, absolute he, monster.
1: He's absolutely useless until level 10. Uh yeah. and I and I hate it. Um, I was doing this as a joke. Don't take this as the end all be all way of playing Garchomp. But um I did play a quick match where I went I went for Garchomp, right? You go. Your build is uh, a, is a muscle band for the attack speed, uh, attack weight, and score shield. <laughs> and all you di- all I did was I ran in, I farmed the apom that's like two, right? Mm-hmm. And then you dunk the two, and then you go and you go back and you kill the other apom, and then you dunk the other two, and essentially you start snowballing to the point where your auto attacks are like really really strong and if they don't punish you for continuing to dunk um you could have like plus 45 attack by like two minutes in and they can't do anything about it uh and that's before you even evolve into anything so once you start getting into Garchomp modes like you start killing people before your your bonuses kick in uh so yeah uh, a lot of changes there um okay and I was mentioning. The nerf to Eldegoss. So they were nerfing the amount of HP that it's been giving um, just to kind of tone down the survivability of squishier Pokemon, which makes sense. But the main reason I feel like th- this is the main reason uh, in the beta, we had Gardevoir and Blastoise as the other Pokemon, which I hope we get pretty soon. Um, Blastoise is a defender. But the one that has been kind of, you know, hinted at or data mined even was Blissey. Interesting. We're looking at a potential another healer coming to the game. And um, Blissey will start as Chansey, not as uh, what it happened. We'll be starting as Chansey and then evolving into uh, Blissey. Um, It will have... Uh, soft-boiled, which will be more of a heal. Its ultimate is essentially what the the full heal item does. Um, But yeah, it's kind of crazy um, what they're saying so far. So, it's a more tankier version of... It's like a middle between Wigglytuff and Eldegoss. Um, So, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with that. Um, But that is it for the Pokemon Unite updates. Let's get into the The other update that kind of went under the radar for most of the most people. Um, The other Pokemon game that came out in late April was Pokemon Snap. And we got an update for that, too. Um, Pokemon Snap released three new islands. Well, put them in quotation islands. Uh, There are three new kind of routes or maps. Um, One of them you can get kind of early um literally it's in the first map the other ones i think you have to be post game in order to get them um because i haven't been able to find them and i haven't beaten the game because i'm i'm lazy and i haven't been playing it a lot um but um it's really interesting you get to see more pokemon you get to see different perspectives which is really nice um there's 20 new pokemon some of them are added to older maps so it's cool to go back and get photos of them and try to figure out what the whole uh uh, what they do you know um and then there's quality of life changes so like you can change your button layout you can change the sensitivity of your camera um just and you could also repeat courses and choose your uh the the research level so you don't always have to go back uh from the beginning all the way and find you know the map again and do it all over again from the start so good overall
0: and i guess our last feel good story of the day uh is is a very in contrast with what we started with it's a very uh, a girl positive story um so esports clubs again are are not a unusual thing in, in japan obviously um but what is unusual is that um in what is it called yeah, in Jinai Girls High School in Fukui, um, there's there's a, an esports club that's all girls in this high school, which is, I guess, apparently very unusual for Japan. Um, this is an of course it's an all-girls school, so they don't have boys to put on their team. Um, but just the, the existence of this is apparently just very, very big in Japan. It it's causing quite a bit of a scene. Um According to one of the girls, uh, I played badminton for six years, and more important than that is in esports, you use your brain. It really doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Um, so, and another one of the uh, the girls, this uh, club's president, uh, Mayu Ma- Mayu Mura, said, "Your ability, not your gender, is important. There are also women players on professional teams. So, um, it's it's not a." Not a whole lot to say about this, but just the idea that um, in Japan, girls are starting to kind of get in this industry, and they're they're getting recognized for it. Unfortunately, this team is getting recognized just for being so um, unorthodox because it's an all women's team, and not because they're they're winning anything yet. So, hopefully, hopefully the twelve girls on this team. Um, get the proper support from their school and from a coaching staff so that they can start winning and start making news for just for being for something aside from just being girls.
1: Yeah. Another, obviously like a great way to put yourself on the map is to be good at the, at the e-sport of your choice. Um, That, that took me a lot longer to say than I thought it would. Um, But Yeah, that's honestly like how we got our esports club started at the Academy of Art when I was there. Um, my coach was an ex Overwatch pro. Um, he played for the Hollywood hammers, which was a team. Um, it was before literally like contenders was a thing before the league was a thing, um, and they were just playing around the world for a bit. Um, but when he came back to school. He said, like, hey, like, we need to have a club for this. And he got – he essentially found a team and made that kind of the cornerstone of our eSports program. And obviously grateful grateful to him. Uh, He's just a great guy in general. Uh, And, yeah, it was game-changing. So, honestly, like, if this eSports club – like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, oh, you have to be good at the game that's most popular – you could honestly like one trick something and just be like oh i'm from this school and then if it catches the attention obviously and you start playing for you know bigger tournaments you get the attention of of schools that way um not only like your front office but also like other schools in general like um it, it's just interesting to see you know if you were to be in an all-girls school um what game do you want to face other people in and if so uh i want to see that tournament i want to see that i want to have that like whole storyline you know um and i feel like that's the the best part of you know esports is having those storylines and also like the the best part about esports is that it is like innately co-ed like there is no reason to not have your best team right yeah Um, Aside from misogyny yeah, like it's it's like not cool. Like if you have good players, you bring them on. Like that it's not it's a non-contact sport, okay? Uh you are competing, but like you can have whoever you want on your team. Um and if they're good, they're good. Like that's all that matters at the end of the day. Like if you which I'm really surprised that a lot more esports teams are still like, "Oh, well, you know, there's the guys' league and then the girls' league." Like, no, just make the league. Like, I want to see C9 White go against, like, you know, the Sentinels or whatever. Like, I want to see all of those teams. Like, I want to know who is the best, regardless of, of gender. Like, honestly, like, it, it's just a matter of time before, like, someone who is big brain enough is just going to be able to make the best team, period, and just start rolling over other teams. Like, it, <laughs> it it's maddening how like we ha- we still haven't gotten to that point but like yeah I'm, I mean if, if I somehow come up with some money I will make that team <laughs> mm-hmm. I, th- that's it like it's over at that point
0: uh, anyway we're, we're finally done yeah this we're done with the heart yeah we have the gameplay section, which we are going to record. So if you are curious as to how the first week of the, the, the what is it? The, the countdown cup now we're on countdown or? cup. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to listen to that and we'll probably talk more about just the implications of everything. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's listen to that too. Uh, thanks guys for, for sticking with <laughs> this episode. Uh, I know it was a lot. Um, but I, it's important to chronologically walk through everything that happened and why everything's going on. Um, so, if you are curious as to why shit's going down with Blizzard, now you know. Um, but yeah, you have been warned. You've been warned. Um, but yeah, thanks, guys, and we will talk to you next week. Adios.
1: Next week, we bring you the latest in gaming and pop culture news. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like
0: what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show,